Hello, welcome to this episode of No Blasters with me, Kieran Bartlett. Today's guest is actor, director, funny guy. I hate the word funny man, but funny man. <laughs> Jared McCabe, here he is. Uh, look at this, it's finally happened. It's finally, ha- I haven't just gone nuts today. Uh, we're now officially sponsored by Doogie's Goodies. This is this is a true uh, a true honor. Um, I've been going to this bakery for a long time. Uh, basically, Doogie's is uh, now going to be taking mad orders online over at doogiesgoodies.com. Um, if you go onto the website, you can choose. Uh, you can get birthday cakes made, custom birthday cakes from nineteen ninety five. Can I just say? So this is like, this is your standard birthday cake uh, type here. This this white cake, this is unbelievable. This is just a slab off it, right? But this is your standard. But you can choose all these different types for a birthday cake. They'll make them whatever size you want. Um, you can add a custom photo to it. You can get figures on it. Uh, you you upload pictures onto the website. You can choose to have half chocolate, half uh, what do you call it, iced layer. Whatever white cake, um, you can have like half, half like lemon Madeira, half jammy Joey. These are serious cakes, right? These are for people to take cakes seriously. See what you you order, go in there. You can order with forty eight hours notice. They'll have it ready for you. See this now. This is a wee dirty. This is this is like a strawberry raspberry flavored. It's a pink French fancy basically. This is the famous chocolate, chocolate, chocolate Mm. cream chocolate one. This is a jammy Joey. This is a wee bit of the slab. Now, I had the privilege of going up there not that long ago, and I met uh, Frank and I met Doogie. So Doogie is a legit person. Some people are like, is, is, he, re- is he real? Is it he just is a real. spoof name? Yeah, he's not a spoofer. Like, um, you want to see the the bakery they have. I can't. This yeah. is the only thing. It's 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 almost packaged too well. So, <laughs> so for freshness. So you're actually getting to see a fat guy oh, yeah. getting in the uh, all made jerk. Now, I am I having like my chocolate one. This is a great time. Sure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll try it. I'll try it. off a wee bit, just because I'll not eat it all. After I've eaten, part of it. You do it. You do it. Just to see. That's like you're that's like swapping a sandwich in a playground. That's just. No, because the chocolate ones are one that I would go for. That is. It's unbelievable. Mum. There's a, a liquidy cream thing under the cream. Like proper chocolate. Like, yeah, see? Chocolate, 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 cream, chocolate. What a time. So get oh, on over to doogiesgoodies.com. Um, just making sure I've said everything I think I have. Um, so get on over there. Check us out. The official uh, partnership has begun. And what a time it's going to be. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's happy about this except for my GP. Basically, that's the Tree. that's the crack. So, so there's episode. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. <laughs> Also sponsored by Manscaped.com. Manscaped.com provides the absolute best in male below the belt grooming. Say bye bye to your pubes, please. This is a great time. Get over to Manscaped.com. Use the code NoBlasters20. That's the word. NoBlasters, all one word, and the number 20. NoBlasters20 for 20% off and free shipping. Highly recommend the ball deodor. Highly recommend the hedger. Highly recommend... The Lawnmower 4.0, highly recommend the Weed Whacker 2.0. You can get all those things and more in a package called the Performance Package. Get your 20% off. Do you know what it is? It's coming at the Christmas time. Great gift. Great gift. Um, 
I absolutely just want to finish eating that. And I don't look at me. Did you do but, the um, flake bit? What? Do you want me to take the flake bit off? You, you take a wee. You, do you know what? You take the top half and I'll take that wee bit, Brick. No, no, just there we go. Oh, there we go. There we go. Now, Manscaped. So, if you want to say, you, basically, it's come, up to, it's come up to Christmas. Maybe you want to, maybe you want to get it for yourself as a wee present. Maybe you want to give yourself as a present. Do do that person a favour. Trim them off. Nothing says ho, 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 like a baldy bag. What's wrong with me? <laughs> Go on over, manscaped.com, use the code no blasters. We love them. They love us. Just time. I'm getting it. Just time to tell you about our sensational Patreon. Uh, at patreon.com forward slash no blasters. We have everything on there. If you had been on our Patreon, you would have had tickets for the Comedian Stars and Rise event, which is coming up because they all got sold on Patreon. If you had our Patreon, you would have got tickets for the Waterfront Hall. Never mind the Mark Bloom, you'd have got the good seats because they all went on sale first. That's just some of the stuff we do. Speaking of tickets, it's a couple of days till my final SSE show for this year. Belfast Chant, the first one was amazing. I hope it was. You've seen... (laughs) You've seen the amazing finale that we did uh, because people filmed it and spoiled it for everyone else, but you can come see it again. There'll be a few tickets left. Get them now. See you there. Bye. I don't know why I'm saying bye because it's the start of the podcast, but <coughs> can, did I leave these on? Did I move them? I'll move them. Do you know, you wouldn't believe the uh, the cake Jenga that we played there at the start of this. Do you know what, Jared? I'm going to make a wee present of one of these to you. These are great. If that's what you want. Yeah, I will. Do you know, you know what? what I mean? It's my uh, daughter's birthday today. Oh. So I could bring one of them back for her. That'd be great. <laughs> Save me going to Tesco's. This is great. They do look great. They look so fresh. That's the difference. I love the. Uh, I love that, Jared. You're like, oh, here. It's my daughter's birthday today. I'll take up. <laughs> you know, like. She'll not know. No planning at all. I love that. <coughs> so here, what's the crack with you anyway? All good. Sorry, I look like a homeless person. I'm sorry, mate. I, uh, I'm wearing uh, dirty track bottoms. So what are you going to do? Yes, your Adidas track bottoms. These are, I've these got, are I've got are a story for you. You'll love this. Right, right. So on the bus on the way into town, because my car was in getting service because I hate getting the bus. There's always smelly people. I don't, I don't like the bus. No, I, I haven't I, been on a bus in a I long time. That, she says, let's just get the bus. And I swear to God, as soon as we, the person sat in front of us stunk of smoke. And it was at the oh, right yeah, time yeah. get all the cigarettes yeah. in there before they get on it. But there's these girls across from us. So we were at Willie's show. And says, and lo and behold, who did he bring out? Kieran Bartlett. So our Janice was over the moon because she's bought tickets for Giant. And she was like, oh my God, here he is. And she just buzzes off Kieran. And he was standing on stage in his full Adidas. I was. And not one fuck did he give. <laughs> like, that's yeah. the tag. That's a, that's a, not one fuck yeah. does he give. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great description of what happened. Do you know what was great about that show, Willie's show the other night? was the... The noise that I conducted for him to come on was be- like sincerely beyond anything I've ever heard in my life. Like it was, I so I was doing the MC thing of going. I said to people, I went, "We're going to obviously bring." I I told a qu- very quick story about how I met William and that I met him in 2016 or whatever or 15, and uh, it was a great story. And um, <laughs> and, uh, he he was Brazilian or Chinese or something <laughs> weird, and uh, and uh, I. Uh, I uh, that's from Ackerman, by the way. I'm not racist, <laughs> and um, I was uh, I was bringing him on. I was saying like about the first night I met him, saying like, "What are you doing tomorrow?" And they'd been slagging me for being like way older him than him and McCann. And he goes, "Off school in the morning." And I went, "Ha ha, what are you doing tomorrow?" And he goes, "School." And I was like, "How are you still in school?" So like, seeing him doing the Ulster Hall was class. But I was uh, 
when I was bringing him on, I said to people, I went, you know what I want this to be? I want this to be rowdy for him coming on here. And I went, so start, we'll just start building up. I mean, the start of the build-up was already like a normal round of applause, and then it just went. People said, and I mean, I had the mic like this, and I screamed into it, welcome to the stage, William Thompson. Nobody heard me. No one heard it. They're all going like, you could just hear the noise, and when he came out, it went up even more. It was absolutely mental. It was brilliant. So... That's good, I'm glad people enjoyed it. And then his show wasn't as good as you built it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's harsh. He fucking smashed, because, uh, well, Willie, I don't know if people know this about him, but Willie does this thing where Willie will go on and have a smasher, and then he'll walk off stage like that. I forgot. And you'll go, you'll go, you all right? That was great. And you go, sorry. And you're like, <laughs> did you hear all those bits where you said stuff and people clapped and laughed? Yeah. That's a great gig, mate. Yeah. You know, and he'd just be like, Sorry, it's okay. Sorry, sorry. And then when he has an average gig, then he's like, oh. So I'm like, mate, you need to. Willie, Willie needs to have Smasher to be in a bad mood. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, like, he absolutely murdered and he came off and he goes, I was mate, that was brilliant. And he goes, Sorry. I'm like, You fuck up. Like, that was. That's like your yeah. your biggest, best gig ever. Like, I think, I think it was just. Uh, Playing it down, the, just but, but, it down. but he, I, I know he's not doing it, Flat. He's not doing the my art homework's terrible thing. Yeah, you know, in, he's being serious. Did you ever do that? Did they ever do that in art? Did they ever oh, make you? Is that, is that a thing in all art classes in school where everyone has to whip their homeworks out at the same time? I think we no? used to, it was whenever we had to do the tracing, the, what is it, the Nike Air shoes on the oh, shoes. Why, why, sorry, what is that? <laughs> what is that as an art project? To do a shoe. They take one of your shoes off and draw it. Cracker. I was doing mine on the bus on the way in. I know, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's those lines? <laughs> Unbelievable. Like, I was, I was such a walt about art in school. I, I did some dicky things in art. Like, I did. Uh, I want. I see when I did. I did my. I mate. I owned Wrangler Desert Boots at the age of thirteen. Right? Why? But anyway, I um, I I stitched. Um, I got a lace and all, and put the lace through my drawing of my boot. And, and oh, I, I love that. And, and you know, yeah, oh, and you know what I did? I stitched one of the lines in as well with yellow thread. Through, oh, through, like it was through, like um, what do you call that? Cartridge paper, you know, that, like Dealer and Rowney, like fucking like stuff. thick card. Did you, did you get? Like your older brothers and sisters did something. My, like that, my older, bro- my older brothers did art, and they were way better at yeah. it than I was. My dad was like, my dad was a really good like like uh, artist. I was, but, but yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say painter, and then I went to say drawer, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. that's not really a word. He could, he could, my dad could really draw. Like, I mean, he could, he could just sketch stuff just looking at it. Um, but then he could also do like engineering and technical drawing and all like, and then he could paint. And so I always send your dad did your homework. For you? <laughs> he did quite a few of my homeworks. You just thread through the did? Do you know what he did? He did right. So in technology in first year, we were making uh, these wee buggies. There were. So it was like, I, I'm in such a weird mood today. By the way, I can't explain it. What does the buggy hold? Was it for the no, it was, no, 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 nothing. Like I mean, I mean, it, it was called a buggy. It was a wee, it was a wee wooden car that you made, right? So imagine, like, I could. I'm not going to draw it, right? So I don't even. I was about to say I could draw it. <laughs> I can't. I don't have a pen or paper anyway, or pencil. So imagine what's wrong with me, right? Imagine like four wee bits of wood. That's what I'm trying uh, to say. Four wee fingers of wood that make a box that go round in like a wee square, but it's empty on the inside, right? Right. And then you put wheels on the the front and the back, obviously. 
and then uh, there's an axle goes between the wheels. So you can make it go. So you can do different things to make it go. So you had a choice, right? So there was one way was uh, which was the the most effective way, which was you get a bendy rod, as it were, and it goes it it goes onto the front of your buggy and comes up out, and you tie a string from that to the back axle, and then you wind the uh oh, no, the back like, the back wheels right it wasn't even proper remote control it was like it wasn't remote control these are like literal like me- like wooden mechanical oh, cars no. right so you what we, year were you in school first year i know but i mean what year was this because we were using like proper stuff like uh we had like plastic oh what year there, 1998 right oh, right so like so i'm like you would screw this back and then um is that my technology teacher phone to tell me i'm a <laughs> cock right so so we uh I would, it's my dad phoning me from beyond the grave. They go, will you tell a story? Anyway, right, so you would wind it back and then as you set it down, as the rod slowly straightens up again, uh, it makes the, it pulls the string and that makes the thing go. Now, I mean, those things would do a fair bit and people, like a few people for a couple of days before the school heard about it. And what is that, kinetic energy? What kinetic I think so, a potential energy, is it? <laughs> uh, so you would, is it, I don't know. And, and then it would, then it would, uh, People would like race them in the in the corridor. Now that's fun for a bit of money, right? Now or like I mean, a bit of money. And get on as if they're throwing twenty. If you were throwing twenties down, it was twenty p, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, get an extra a galaxy or something. So anyway, it all so depends on how stiff your rod was. It, very good. This guy, adult Panto, he loves it. <laughs> He's behind you. Oh, no, <laughs> yes, he fucking is. Right. So, so there was, uh, so there was that one. Then there was a there was one, that, and this was shit. Someone made this one. You you put a wee thing on it. You blew up a balloon, and the balloon, and the balloon as it deflated would make it go. Now I mean they would go about three feet. <laughs> then there was one that you got where you wound up like a wee propeller thing, and it was on elastic. And as the elastic unwound, the faster. propeller would go and it would go, and it would go for a bit and then stop. The rod was the way forward, right? Now the drawings of those you had to design. You had to design uh, three of those each one. You did do a drawing of the rod, a drawing of the all three types, right? And I did that thing where I have, you know, technology on a Monday and this is a Sunday afternoon and I've had all week and I go, Ooh, right? Second technology homework of the year, that sort of a thing. Daddy. And, and I go, and I go in to draw it. I'm like, I'll get my paper. I'll get, I'll get it all down. Go to draw it. Realize at that point, I can't really draw. And I go, Daddy. He comes in now. Here's the good and the bad, right? You asked my dad to help you with technology homework. You're getting a top grade, but you will yeah. be there for four hours. Oh, uh, he takes his time. While, wait, wait. You're not you listening. Go, You're not looking. You go, it says here, oh, wait, while he's reading the page of what you have to do. And then, mate, he did proper, like, isometric drawings of these, right? He whipped out isometric paper and did it and all. And then he goes, right, now you try one. And I go, right. And I go to do it. And I can hear him going, sweet Jesus. <laughs> all right. And uh, as I'm trying to do it, and he goes, watch, I'll show you this. I'll show you another one, and then you do the next one. He does the second one. Amazing. And do you know what he's doing and all? So he's got, he's doing the buggy, isometric. It looks amazing. And then he's doing, like, wee close-up studies along the top of all, of, like, wee bits. And I'm going... A-star. And he's doing, like, wee lines out that, and then doing... <clears> a, I'm going, why are you windows? What are you doing, <laughs> right? And then we'll get to what the third one. Working? He was an engineer, right? right. And we get we get the we get the third one. He was a work study engineer, so we get the third one, and um, he does it. I made I bring them in. And he goes now next time. 
leave a bit more time so you can do more of it yeah. and like I'll help you but you'll get better at it right practice drawing those right and I'm like right and um, I bring it in mate I swear I'm not joking when I say this those particular drawings were on the wall of that technology room for about four years right because because they were great but he, he sketched them in in all the colours like I mean they were absolutely amazing and I know they were there because I did tech but also I used to take people around <laughs> On the open night tour, and I was always in technology for that. And, and I used to be like, Kieran Bartlett, first year artist. <laughs> Son of Jim. There it is. It, yeah, I just want to take a break. Like, I love tech at school. It was I so see, good. My brother, he was he's tech as champ. He listens yeah. to this, so he'll be raging that I said that. But he uh, he went to Gazerwood, but he never right. did homeworks in his life. Right. My mum did his homework. All right. I. And when I say did his homework, she literally wrote it out in light pencil. And then he would, she all the all the all the English every. My mum would do his homework. She'd be sitting there for two hours before Emmerdale, and all he had to do was go over it with a pen and rub out the pencil. He didn't even take the time to rub. Out <laughs> his teachers are looking at this, big going, "He did this right." Uh, Me. <laughs> I, had a, I, I had a wee incident. I had a wee incident like that in primary school where my dad I had to draw a snowball fight, and I got very stressed out about it because my drawings were shit. And Somebody uh, didn't thread through some cotton wool. For and my dad, my dad, my dad. I didn't. I didn't become artistic until about third year. You see, my dad um, did a, a really good little sketch of a snowball fight. But like, I mean, he had people throwing snowballs at different angles and all. Like, no kid could. You couldn't get that depth in your drawing as a child. You know what I mean? My dad's fucking doing. He's doing yeah, vanishing the comic book, Yeah, the comic book sort of springy yeah, bits. Also, you the, know what I mean? The, the, the wind and all behind their arm. Someone's getting smoked by, by a fucking. Snowball by twenty yards that way, like, and the teacher goes, "Who who helped you out there?" And I'm like, "Nobody, <laughs> my imagination, right?" And they're like, "She wasn't having that, like, um." But no, I I, I remember getting in then and they a bit more like art art stuff, but then like in like second or third year, and then I had this incident. Did I talk about this before? The two the two art uh, projects that got me in bother in school. It sounds like as if, like, I, you know, I did a self-nude or something, <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Sketched yourself? Everybody, everybody get your homeworks out. You should have been doing comic heroes, and it's just spider twink. <laughs> open, weight legs, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, With her and all sorts of business. <laughs> covered in web, right? So I was like, I, um, I, I, uh, so, like, one of these was that classic one where, it was, so this was... We got we got a new uh, art teacher because our one went off on maternity or something. <laughs> so this one came in. She just immediately didn't like me, but made it really clear to me that was she, she just, a real art teacher. Or was she just sub teacher. She, she was an art teacher, oh. but she was she, she was uh, she ended up being in our school for a long time. I think she might still be there. She didn't like me. Like it was so. I remember when she came in, we were doing print patterns. So you would design your pattern and then make a screen print of it, oh. and then screen print now. People were doing one pattern over and over again on the same page in squares. I did two patterns that were interlinked, but one was all, they were all plants, all like plant life and vines and all. One we square would be green, greens and yellows. The next one was supposed to simulate the same pattern, but later, like, you know, all like purples and blues, right? Art. Right. What year was this again? Uh, it's third year. You can see it's how you progress. It's getting more. Yeah, it's getting yeah. more complex now, right? And um, I practice those buggies, right? And then uh, we're getting into it a bit, and she came in and went, uh, "Why is yours two patterns? Everyone else doing one?" 
And I went, Miss Collingham, oh, I've named you, uh, Miss Collingham, <laughs> she's the dead almond that went off to have the baby. I went, Miss Collingham said it was sweet because it all links in, sort of be a wee bit different. She was like, oh, you want to be different? And I was like, yes. Right, I was like, I want to, I'm an individual, what can I say? We're all wearing the same clothes here. I'll have to stand out somehow, right? She didn't like it. She, did, she just didn't like me. So I remember one of the first homework she said was, have I talked about this? Look out! Look out of your bedroom window. Have I never talked? Have I? Maybe. I have. Sorry, I'm a dick, right? Look out of your bedroom window and draw what you see. I lived in the attic, so I looked out of the skylight and just did sky. And I, I like a hand, then literally like a, a frame and just like and looked like you did nothing. And then I thought I'm gonna get in trouble for that, so I did a night study and tipped a couple of the uh, the stars in there, right? She wasn't happy, right? She, she did me for that. And then uh, the next thing I got done for was uh, doing like, we had to pay, we had to do a chocolate bar for a, an exam that she yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. Open a chocolate bar, open a, open a boost, right? And I was like, do you know what I'll do? I'm going to do the inside of a chocolate bar. And I made, she got an A3, it was all brown and like different layers of brown. And I uh, stitched on that. I stitched on that. university standard? I stitched on that some hessian. To be the, the new guy on a Mars bar, she wouldn't have it. Because I used up the Hessian. And you thought, <laughs> art is subjective. You could have I used gold paint for caramel and all. Oh, mate, she hated me. Like, didn't do art after that. I I may have gone on to do it. I was getting into that. But the, the shoe, that was real. Yeah. We never we never actually, well, I was crap at art anyway. Um, artistic in different ways. But in our first week or two weeks as first year, Miss Kavanagh named her. She's probably dead now anyway. But she went to... <laughs> <laughs> she went off hope so. midlife crisis or some sort of um, <coughs> nervous, mental, nervous breakdown <laughs> so we got Matt Cavanagh <laughs> was away Dark Wig came in he's an English teacher and he gave not one fuck was given about art it was like guys uh, take out your books and uh, read and he was like is this not art should we not be painting stuff no just just read your, your drama text I was like well, our art class for three oh, years mate. was just mess it was free, free see, period see art like uh, <clears throat> did you ever did I was never taught anything in art. I was never taught, no, no, if you want to shade, here's how you do that, or here's how to achieve this technique. You learn more from Art Attack than you know, I learned in three years of going in art class, which is fucking mental. Art Attack was good. Oh, I love that. Do you remember the head in Art Attack? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Was that was when I seen it at, at Halloween. Someone dressed up as Neil Buchanan and someone dressed up as the head. Oh, that's brilliant. Walking around together. It was, that is, it was that's, great. That's it was top, top class. Yeah, um, do you remember, uh, what was I going to say? Do you remember doing drama at school? Yes. What was it that like? Was, that was the... Um, where, where did you go? We talked about this. So we had a great, great drama teacher, right. Marie McQuillan, God rest her, right. gone. But she created some of the best actors that we have from Northern Ireland. Um, Marty Ray, Jeremy mm. um, McCarthy, Tony Devlin. You know, all these people came through her... Cause she I just, didn't know Tony went to Simmerish. We, we had a fantastic... Uh, and then LaSalle took over. Because what happened was she built a brand new theatre for the LaSalle school. LaSalle took over when my sister was teaching there. Oh, is that Sorry. where your sister, yeah, sister yeah. Well, she they, was a drama they became, As I was leaving school, it became yeah, so all the ones My sister called like Terry Keeley and people like ah, that. And then they're, 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 they're the next era. And it was just fantastic. When you've got a good drama teacher that knows good plays that you're reading and having the crack with, yeah. that's the difference. So See, I had a teacher for drama that I really liked, but he wasn't a good teacher, if you know what I mean. He was a... Right. Oh, I don't want to slobber with the guy. He was... He, he was he, do you know what? He was really... He was actually really good, but he himself... And I think this is maybe a thing with some drama teachers. They themselves can't do it. Like, this guy yeah. couldn't act or give you that. He was more of a director. 
Yeah, you know what I mean? Been English teachers that also did drama. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of. But he was he was really like a really nice guy. I'm really sound. But he sort of he used to sort of leave us very much our own devices until right before we were being assessed. You know, like it was like, like it'd be like, right, fifth years, get some good rehearsal time in there. I'm gonna sit here, right, and then we'd rehearse and be doing it one way for three months, coming up to that you know GCSE assessment or whatever, and you're shitting yourself. And then two days before, he goes, right, run through, let's do it. And he watches it. And that's when he drops, like, three months worth of notes on you. Like, yeah, and you're like, do it this way. you're like, what? And then I went home. I remember going home the night before. My GCSE practical, North Fiona was in the house. And I said to her, I went, I went here, can I run this by you? And I did it. She was like, um, <laughs> Mommy, she, no. she was like, do you want help with this? Or do you want, like, do you want me just, and I went, what do you mean? She was like, well, I can help you make it better, or you can sort of do it like that, and it'll be a bit shit. And I was like, oh, "Help me make it better, like." And so she gave me like a load of notes, and then you know whatever. Was this like because we had to do group stuff? And we the thing about stuff. our GCSE, we had like there was three or four really good people, but the other nine were just like we're doing drama for a free GCSE. I I had there so, weird, weird weird people who didn't show up. Yeah, just baked off drama, and, and you're going. So if you're in their group, it's so annoying. One of the ones you had to do was like a, a device piece that you made up yourself, and the three guys and nines on that and they were like, "We're doing Reservoir Dogs." And I was like, "We can't do Reservoir Dogs for GCSE drama." I remember we're doing booking Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> I was like the wee sort of. I remember boy. one day we sat and talked. I I remember this vividly, by the way, with people in my drama class. We sat and talked for a double period about recreating the ground zero experience of 9-11 because it had only happened about a year before uh for our drama and we were like very excited about we can make this really real we'll get a smoke machine and a teacher was like there's something wrong with all of you by the way and we were so like, like you just have to fresh. it'll be it will do it like you know people like walking out of the rubble and giving like monologues Cathartic. And, he like, and he was like nah don't do that like and we ended up doing some shit about a serial killer it was balls but then we did uh, All My Sons and I the Arthur Miller play. I said that to the as cameras. If, yeah, if like Everyone knows. You all know Arthur Miller. You know the Arthur Miller. Yeah. Uh, so I did, um, I, we did All My Sons. So it's a play where there's basically a dad and he has, he, he's had two sons and one of them, had, so he had a company. I'm not explaining this, so I'm not pitching Arthur Miller. So he, um, he had a company during the Second World War that was making... Uh, like playing parts uh, for the US Air Force and he knew some of the parts were a bit substandard but here it's it's fucking uh, mega bucks right so uh, his sons were in the war and one of them was a pilot and crashed in one of those planes due to mechanical failure and died so the dad's racked with guilt going I've sort of it's sent I've sort of sent my own son off to fucking fly a dodgy plane he died right and then it's about that, his relationship with his son and his wife, all that. It's as fun as it sounds, right? <laughs> and um, Just talking back very quickly, my brother, who didn't do his homework, now builds planes for Bombardier. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't want to be in them ones. Uh, was this made by somebody that went to Hazelwood or something? <laughs> 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 that's fucking mad. So, uh, we, uh, that's funny as fuck. Um, so, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, so, I played the dad on that. And you know, and he gave us a video to watch, which is potentially a good thing, but also potentially a bad thing because you sort of—it's very hard to do your own performance of it. Then, 
because you're thinking about and you, you, you're thinking about the one you've seen. Do you know who played the the my part? You know Brooks from fucking Shawshank Redemption, James yes, Whitmore, yes. like yeah. great actor, but great. old. Like I mean, he really is an old bastard in this. Like, and I'm sitting there acting Brooks, going, "Do you want the paper?" <laughs> like it was fucking trash. I was a nice guy, Eddie. <laughs> Get off my daddy! Get off my daddy! Did you see? Did you see? We ended up doing it. Do you know how long? Do you know? Do you know how long it took me to take out all the fucking fucks and shit? Yeah, we yeah. weren't allowed any of that in. It was literally the bare bones, and we actually ended up having that. We we didn't have a flipping Joe Cabot, the dad. Yeah, yeah. So we had to then video me as a shadow. <laughs> so he videoed me just as a shadow. So we had a projection of me doing Joe Cabot as well as Nice Guy Eddie. Yeah, so, yeah. But they just wanted to be Mr. Penn. They were doing the cutting off ear thing. Yeah, and yeah. Listen, go ahead, you just do that. Few marks, surely, for that. B. I would have got an A star if it hadn't been for Reservoir Dogs. Oh, man. But I was I was dragging three flipping tits with me. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I'll name them. It was Cougar, <laughs> Bryson. Uh, <laughs> no, they were good, good crack. Was had. I, uh, the, the other group in our year did, um, do you know what was harsh? I think we all got, I think we all got good marks apart from one person in our group. And it was harsh because she was in a totally thankless role. Like, she's in it for like, Half a scene, but was she one of the ones that was always missing? Because maybe the no, 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 say, no. She was, I, I mean, seriously, she was always her. She got a grade below the rest of us. And I remember in our group, and I remember going, That's not really fair. Like, because she is in a, like a like a truly fact, like she's the, the living son's love interest. So she's in it basically for a few lines, being like, I want him to get his shit together. Thankless. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's, here's the other thing. The first time first time for anything, one of the groups in our GCSE drama, instead of doing a devised drama piece, they did dance. It was the first all-boys dance. Now, they were... Could they before, dance? No, but they... they <laughs> you know, they were maybe gay before they knew they were gay. Right, you know right, what I mean? okay. So, um, but uh, we were all like, what the fuck are you doing? That's going to be really hard. So they had to go down a couple of days a week to St. Louise's. And oh, do dance and do with the so that was quite smart. Yeah, they went down there, and then like they got A stars, of course, because it's the first ever all boys school to do Smashed dance it. as GCSE drama. That's mad. Is that drama though? Is it? There's there's a lot of drama probably between traveling between St Mary's and St Louis's yeah. of it there. Like uh, their piece was dramatic because they did the seven deadly sins. And it's like, oh, right, right, smart. That's fucking seven wee dances. I I I don't miss the the half pressure. So I would have always felt probably the same pressure of performance anyway, doing Even. school drama. But other at least now if I go to do something, other people usually show up to do it. The yeah. fact that people just weren't... There was days where we literally went to do like like different way assessments along the way and just other people just not showing up because they maybe hadn't learned lines or they just went, I don't come in. See, that was the, the thing that I got really easy was the lines and stuff like that there because I was doing it from a kid in uh, Rainbow Friday, like, 11 years of age, I went uh, to youth drama. So this was so easy for me. So I was coming in, not nervous at all, nearly phoned in, thinking I was so what's cool. What's like a... Actually, I'll tell you what, Marie McQuillan, whenever she was doing Oliver, the first show in St Mary's, and I went to the auditions and all, and I was like, so I'll, I'll be like Oliver or Artful Dodgers, and she's like, well, like, you're one of Fagan's gang. I was like, she's already cast her other part. I was like, when did you do the auditions for them? She says, oh no, we knew people, it was, it was Tony Devlin played Artful Dodger. Another third I play, year or something. I play awful Dodger and, and I was like, sorry, excuse me, you've already had auditions for the lead roles? And she's like, yeah, yeah, they were cool. First years don't get that. I was like, 
I'll not be doing this show then. Oh. I was so pretentious. George's this not is 11 George, years. I was like, not no, I will like, not be doing this show I will as part not of be, Fagan's Gang. I will not be, I did course. Fagan's Gang in the lyric years ago or something. <laughs> I was so sad. I was such a cocky wee dick. Not I, uh, really has changed. I remember getting the part for the... I, rem- I remember going back to my house and saying, so obviously as a wee boy, I watched a lot of musicals, right? Like, I, that was something that was... I would also be watching action films, but watching yeah, but musicals... Great. Watching musicals was something that happened in our house. My sisters watched them. I I would have watched them, and uh, like the sound of music, I've like our our tape of the sound of music stopped working at one point because it had been played through, right? So now that's uh, long as well. That one bores uh, life for me. Does it? I stuff. Do, well, you do, do, I that. love all that. I love all the history. Of that he loves all the Nazis. I, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we um, I I would have watched like that and like. Calamity Jane and like uh, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. And Who stuff. did you see yourself though when sending me? Was it like, I am the, seventeen going? No, on the, the, funny. I didn't see myself as the eldest daughter of the Von Trapp family. I'm Liesel. Right? That was wrong. I know. Oh, I that was yeah. So I I always I always thought of myself more as a as a um as a Max Detweiler or oh, as that, a yeah. or as a dad like Von Trapp. You know, yeah. if, it, if it felt like bossing out a chain, yeah, like I stick a suit on and go fucking Edelweiss with. Get the gate on, like, but um, I would have, I would have gone uh, for a bit of seven brides. I like that, and um, and then what do you call? It? Uh, do you like the way I just abri- I breathed yeah. that title there? And then that's another born long one. Too. Oh, really? I and like Oklahoma. Oklahoma, Oklahoma melts me. Ones. That's that's your sister's. Oklahoma influence. melts. Me. Here's the ones that melt me. Oklahoma, Fiddler on the Roof. Fiddler I've on never the Roof. I, I was I was in and Fiddler on the Roof. Have I told my Fiddler on the Roof story? No, right, it. right. I'll quickly tell us Oliver's story. So I want Oliver was one that I, like I mean I loved it. I watched yeah, it great. all the time, and I knew all the songs. Right, and uh, the school announces uh, we're doing Oliver for the next for the school show. So this is when I was in first year, and it's gonna be put on when I'm in second year. Right, so mad excitement in the school. Loads of people going to the auditions and all. Right, I remember going home and being like, they're doing Oliver in school. And mum was like, well, you have to go for it. And I went, of course. And she goes, what part are you going for? And I went, Oliver. And she was like, Oliver's like meant to be like an orphan, yeah. right? And he's meant to be like, you know, he eats gruel. He hasn't maybe had anything to eat in a wee while. And I'm like, are you fucking telling me I'm too fat to be Oliver? And she basically went, I think you're better being the orphan dodger. And I went, so you are telling him to? So I went right away. I remember going upstairs in a huff and then resigning myself to the fact that she was probably right. Yeah. And, um... It's like mm. me whenever I went for a golden kaya. Right. We were trying to sell butter. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jerk, but you don't look like it. I eat butter all the time. Like, yeah, we know that. <coughs> didn't give me it because it was too too big for butter. Oh my, too big for butter. That should be, that should be the name of like a massive loaf yeah. you're able to buy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It goes with can't believe it's not butter. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> too big for butter. That's fucking brilliant. So I went I went in anyway and got, got but I remember getting the part. I was sitting, I wasn't, I, I, I had the shits this morning. Worst thing to have at school, right? I never shot trying to lose weight for all of it? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I was sitting in the, I was sitting in the wee office of the school waiting to go home sick. And um, one of the teachers came in and he goes, you all right? And I went, yeah, yeah, I'm not well. And he was like, Mr. Delvin's out there putting up the, uh, like the, Castless. all the cast. Uh, it's all been done. And he's putting it on these big nose boards at the vending machines outside the assembly hall and he goes you know it was coming at the break time and he goes might as well run out and have a wee look now I'm sure if you're heading home 
and I went out and same name was on it, Arful Dodger, and I was like, Nyeh! and I and I went back, I was like, sir, and he goes, I know what he had told you all. I'm like, right. I was great. I had a great time doing that, but then Fiddler on the Roof, I was offered my role, right? This is a couple of years later. You know, the role it, on that? A fucking fat butcher who wants to marry uh, one of uh, Tevye's um, daughters. But, like, she's already uh, bucking the tailor. Like, so she she wants to be married to the tailor. He wants to marry her. And then my character's going, here, I'm a good marriage for your daughter because I have a business and all, right? And, um, but there's a song in it called L'Chaim, right? Which is me and her dad have done a deal for me to marry her because he doesn't know about the tailor, right? So, um... We've done a deal, and it's us going cheers, basically. To life, to life, l'chaim, 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 to life, right? And there's a line in it that goes, it's, I mean, when when I perform it like that, it's not really... It's great. Yeah, you, you can see why people would pay money to go see it, right? So anyway, we, uh, we did that. There, there's a bit in it then, in that same song that goes, so the, the girl, the daughter's name is Seidel, right? So there's a bit where it goes, uh, to Zaitel, to your daughter. And I go, my wife, right? And what in one of the in one of the performances of this, we did we did so we did a matinee for first and second years. With it. so dress rehearsal, then a matinee, and then three nights for the, the parents and whatever, right? On I think the second night, uh somebody had spat a big fucking like a like a gummy bear gob into like it looked like sweeties, but a big gob into my cup that I'm so I don't need to oh, actually yeah. drink anything from but, it. But somebody's done it as a a board it, right? <laughs> and I and in the middle of the song, I talk it, right? And I'm like, right, every now and again, to life, to life, l'chaim, right? Right? And I'm looking at it. And in the middle of this one performance, they go, Desidle your daughter, and I meant to go, my wife, and I'm glaring. I glared right into the mug because this thing had just touched my thumb, right? No. Whatever it was. But everyone, I mean, everyone on stage turns around and goes, I got at me. So it's like, does I do your daughter? Like, no. And I just stand there. It's the It made it into the video somehow. They filmed three nights and that's the one they used. Like, why did they do that to me? Mate, they did a recording. I did Pride and Prejudice in the lyric. It's a professional one. And... um. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and I'm playing uh, Mary Bennett, which is like wig and fitting boots. So you what never was this seen you were Pride and Prejudice, right, right, right. Because they had to double the cast because right, they couldn't right. afford it all. And he says, there's, "It's going to China. There's, there's a chance this show's going to China. So mm-hmm. the Chinese need a video of it. So they're recording <laughs> this flipping show, and this one show. And of course, we're always having a gag anyway. We're told, right, this show. Let's not have a gag. Let's just be completely serious, as you can be when fool." Dress and a book yeah. in front of your face. Because the book was in front of my face, I missed my step and tripped on my dress oh, no. and went flying down, wig up in the air, dress over my head, boxers and all on show, like an absolute tube. Audience peasant. Loved it, like. That's the one that made it. They, they, wouldn't even, they wouldn't even record it again. They sent that. It didn't go to China in the end. It wasn't because uh. of my. My fall, but that's the one that they used. Fuck I was, me. I was so embarrassed. The director's going to kill me. The director came back pissing himself. Jared, what happened? I was like, I know I tripped over my, 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 my dress. Mm, tripped over my dignity. What, I, um, I, uh, we're still waiting for that call from China. I, that's, why did they do that, though? Why did they use that one? Like, oh, Why did they even tell us? They should have just yeah, said. Yeah. That's yes, a classic. Yeah. Like, there's a scout here yeah. to watch you, to be fair. It never really happened to me, but like, <laughs> 
you know, I knew that that happened. Yeah. Man, United's like, in. Yeah, yeah, Man, Man United's in. 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 Man no, I went to Aquinas. I was going to say, because that would have been cheating, you getting all these school rules from your sister. No, no, I would have been cheating, yeah, no, no, no. Um, um, but uh, this kid was actually, there was a couple of lads in our school would have been like in the academies, like Liverpool and United, and this one was one, so people used to go, there's, there's meant to be a United scout here today, and that was always me being like, they're here to see the big man, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Not realising that there's a young David Beckham behind yeah. me, fucking spraying 50-yard yeah. passes. <laughs> In a fucking David under, Healy's another under, team. In a fucking under-12 match, do you know what I mean? Uh, are they here to see me not being able to run, or are they, yeah. here, for, <laughs> are they here to see me fucking talking about the awful Dodger? <laughs> Picking pockets. Rehearsing the songs. My wife. Sorry, is that me on now? <laughs> fucking unreal. So here, uh, so you're directing and also starring in, uh, in our adult panto. So, yes, double donter. So, uh, double donter. I love it. <laughs> Double dunthering as yeah. well, great. Uh, what uh, what t- talk a wee bit about it? So it's Jack and his Belfast beanstalk. Jack and his Belfast giant beanstalk, Belfast beanstalk. Um, mm-hmm. It's just dirt. It's lovely. It's it great. Crack. Lovely, We've been doing it now. We've done it four years um, with a year off for for COVID. Something mm-hmm. happened that year. And um, something happened uh, yeah. that year. COVID. <laughs> um, <yeah>. um, but <laughs> it's brilliant. The audiences are, are, are coming back. You know, we're already fitting. I think it's seventy percent sold. So so get out there and uh, get some tickets. Um, it's just great crack. Yeah, you know I mean, it's, it's after the the kids show, obviously. Do you know what's when it, we bring out the yeah. dildos? Yeah, kids g- kids go home. Dildos come out. Yeah. I. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's what we had to do one year because we share the same stage and the same set. So they turned around and said, "Yes, like, guys, uh, there's been complaints from the the kids cast." As in the actors, they're in a, that your box full of it's all on show. So we have three or four different dildos and blow up dolls and all back on the props uh, table. Guys, there's been a few complaints from the actors. I was like, well, uh, they're not going to pick up the wrong prop in the kids' panto cast because there's Vanny dicks. <laughs> uh, just uh, yeah, and we actually got a note. Actually, uh, was it last year? Saying, oh, look, there's too much dildos. Can too you, much dildos. Can you just can you just make it one? And I was like, "Do you want the the double ended one or just?" <laughs> I know, yeah. See, I I think <laughs> I, I think when people choices, it's when great. people try to reduce the overall number of dildos, the only <laughs> way to get through that is to up the size <laughs> and girth of the yeah. act of the single dildo. Well, we've um, got the um, the amount and size just right. Yeah. Now, um, so I had a lot of crack writing genuinely because see, whenever you're writing for like you you've seen, so you were in the pilot that we made, right? Yeah. It's so annoying. I don't know how many people show other people, right? But someday you, you were you were in a TV pilot that we made. You know the way that that script is, where nearly every page is like people having one line, two lines max each. Very rarely do you have a speech longer than that. Yeah. And that's like super sharp in a way that is to work for TV. And like, I'm saying sharp. I'm meaning it like where clipped. You're it's clipped and cut and everything's short and it's all say. You know, if you can say it in, you know, if you can say it in ten words, try and say it in eight and all that. Like, whereas it's the opposite, we don't whereas, have the visuals. Whereas so we like, don't, we can we can yeah, talk about more this, and so it's more fun. Like, it's been more fun jokes wise as well to just go. We can say, like because I wrote so I wrote it right. We did a read through of this script. Uh, what two weeks ago? Yeah. I was the first time I'd seen. Uh, so like you'd read it and the producers had read it and whatever and I was sort of going I'd done some notes or whatever 
But I was sort of going and wondering what people are going to think of this here, like, you know, and what the actors are going to make of it. Uh, and there was a, co- there was a couple of... Uh, people know uh, the yeah. things in it. Yeah, so, so Julian's there, and Martin Lynch, uh, sort of famous theatre producer from here, is there. And there's a couple of choice lines in it, though, about people that they would definitely know personally, but are just, you know, TV personalities, the rest of us. And there's a couple of moments in it where, like, somebody's going, I imagine so-and-so having a wank. <laughs> and you just see them going... Uh, no, in fairness, Martin... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny, it's funny, so it is. Um, whereas Julian's going, oh... <laughs> yeah, there was, there was a few wee moments where you, there There was something, though. There was something got a sharp intake of breath out of Martin, like a proper... But everyone else was laughing. Like it was. It was. It might well have been a, a Shinner joke, yeah. But it, you know, it's been. It was a lot of crack writing it as well because you can sort of. Because it's sort of all imaginary, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You can kind of just go on like a wee tangent here and there. That's just for funny. Like it's just for a laugh. It's not for. That's what it is. We, it's we not for going like. It's a piss take. It's not for going. This is a carefully revealed yeah. character trait, you know, because yeah. uh, that stuff's fucking. It's it's rewarding in a totally different way when you get it if you if you're getting close to getting that right you know what I mean yeah. but this has just been a lot of crack like I mean and we wanted you in to play the chant I know I know but too busy with your own I game. mean I don't know I literally do you know what it would it's because we're doing the stars and the rise thing and we're doing uh the panel show in the waterfront and one or two other gigs uh, as well as corporate ones so it's just like we've got to I know do I know I was do you know I was literally talking to um. Aaron Butler yesterday about stuff like this because can he we, act? Yeah, he can. Because he's, he's, he's a, a bit like he's a, he was on. Aaron's like a, a musical theatre. Oh, guy. Was he? What does he sing as well? Yeah, yeah he can sing and dance, mate. He can dance. Wow, man can walk like fucking triple Michael threat. Jackson. Yeah, mate, he is. Yeah, um, <laughs> I can't even dance. And also, he could be outside your house at any minute, so he's a quadruple <laughs> threat. And uh, so there, there's he. Um, we were talking yesterday because we were so. This is I don't yeah so people will have seen like obviously we're doing like this boy band finale at the 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 what do you call it the SSE show sitting down stepping up there's um. all there's all manner of dance going on imagine this though imagine on a on a cold winter morning myself our Kev William Thompson who looked like he was fresh from sleep uh, and Aaron Butler who looks like he's been waiting on this moment his whole life. <laughs> uh, we're all in the wee dance studio on Boucher Road, giving it rice like fucking mental. But we are talking yesterday about maybe doing something sort of, sort of what we were talking about, although we had discussed maybe doing something a bit more serious as well. Yeah. A wee theatre, huh? It's good to test yourself. It is. Do like, different things. Absolutely. Fun. So what, um, what was I going to say? What did you make of these buns, by the way? I thought they were gorgeous. I love the chalk one. Now, I can't wait to, to try the other spongy ones. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I like? I do like an old yellow sponge set, lemon. Yeah, yeah. Now, if that's moist, that could be creme de la creme. Know, that is, if it's I, moist. I love a lemon moist cake, so yeah. yeah um, it's a lemon drizzle. And then, tell me, what else have you been up to acting-wise? Because I know you were doing... Oh, see, that's, what? The, that's what the beard's for. Is it, uh? And it's NDA'd up the wazoo. Oh, fuck, sorry. I, like yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could, well, you I could guess, guess it's but a, I won't. A, a Northern Irish police. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the good one. <laughs> You yeah, are like to say people make their own mind up. Uh, yes, exactly. So people probably think you're talking about Hope Street, so don't worry. <laughs> don't be saying that. I'll do myself out of a job. <laughs> um, no, it's uh, it's great, but yeah, I've, I've one more shot to do, and I've had this now for two weeks to, to do this final shot. I'm sunk. <laughs> I'm actually sunk by. I the know. Uh, hopefully they'll edit that out because yeah. you could have no, sunk no. us both there. Because no, no, uh, no, no. I was hoping for me rolling that this year. What? Um, um, 
Yes, you're doing that. And then, uh, but you were doing, you, you did a couple of plays this year that you were saying about. It's been, it's been great this year, actually. I did a brand new musical. It's my first time being on the soundtrack. Like right the, the original cast recording oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. of Mirrorball, which is a great sort of youth musical about potential and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that was up for the UK Theatre Awards. Oh, and we, we lost a SpongeBob. Bastards. Never say that ever again, though. We lost the SpongeBob. It's such a, yeah. us. Um, but, yeah. well, but it was great to be there. We literally drunk the bar dry. It was amazing. Aye. Um, well, and that's what it's about. We award ceremonies and all. People in theatre seem to love a pint more than comedians. Mate, more than seen, comedians, we, though. We have rap parties for everything. Mm. Rehearsals are over. Let's go to the bar. I remember the... First the, show's over. Let's go to the bar. The, Last show's over. Let's go to the bar. The rap party for uh panto thing that I was in a load of years ago. I, it was at an odd time, it was at a weird time in my life, to be fair, my dad had just passed away, I'd been in a car accident about a week before, I had no money, like I had no money, like, and uh, I remember um, staying for literally a drink after, and it was across the road, it was in the Balmoral Hotel, so it was like across the road from my house at that time. This is where it's taking a turn now. I know, I know, yeah, get that fiddler on the roof, Alan, yeah, yes. right? And, um, a fiddler on the roof sounds <laughs> crazy, no? Anyway, not as crazy as a fucking pedo in the closet. Anyway, I am, um, I, uh, I don't know that story. Uh, no, no, I, neither do I. To be fair, I don't know where I came from, but uh, I, I was, I, I always hate the first, I always hate the first line of play. It used to really, a fiddler on the roof sounds crazy, no? Is the first line of fiddler on mm-hmm. the roof? I didn't know. Yeah. And, uh, anyway, so, what was I even fucking on about? I can't remember. Rap parties. Oh, yeah, the rap party. So, would they have a good wee one for? See, that was nice. Everybody had a few, and then a few people stayed and it got messy. No, at this rap, at this party, I didn't. I didn't. But I got. I nearly lost myself to the other children. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got very messy for a couple of people. You need to tell that. <laughs> what are you talking about? Because I know I can't tell what I'm thinking of. Because we we ended up going to the. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I so we were in we were in the sunflower. Uh, people brought like the younger actors and all were there with their parents. It was all very it was all very civilized. Uh, and then they left. Then Chloe and I left. And then I get text messages the next morning from Scottish producer being like. Oh, mate, what have I done? And all like, I'm so tired. So, so I got chatting to the director, and we're standing yeah. in the Kremlin. I thought, oh, this, he was the one that sort of said, oh, let's go to the Kremlin. Yeah, yeah. For drinks. And I was like, that's all right, I'm always in the Kremlin anyway. If it's only place she can get drinks and so on. And it's good crack. Yeah, it's good so part. I turned around and I says, I never, I never knew that you were gay. And he was like, what? <laughs> I said, because you, you're gay, aren't you? <laughs> it was like the most awkward, and all these, all these other ones were like, why would you say that? And I was like, no, I'm not sending this in. No, I don't mind if you're gay. I was digging myself a hole constantly. I was like, he's never going to work with me again. Turns out he's not. <laughs> and uh, he just wanted to go for an extra drink. Yeah, he just loves it. Yeah, yeah. just lo- yeah. loves the pints. But uh, see the, the rap party for that panto that I did? It was all, it was all quite civilised until it fucking wasn't, right? Uh, I had, in the space of time, I'd had one drink. And this was other, you playing Carol's Christmas Yeah, other people had had like three or four. I'm having one beer, keeping it all. Tell this cast though. So it was like me, Patty, McDonald. Uh, I have another great thing about about Stephen Patty. Large wrote St- Stephen Large wrote it. Uh, Sean Haggerty. I don't have an hang down. I'm Diona. sorry. Sean Haggerty, Diona, and uh, Chris Simpson, right? And um, Tony was a uh, director. And mate, it got very messy for them. Uh, somebody, I won't say who, ended up walking through. And I mean, there's snow on the ground, right? Like a thick snow. Ended up walking home. With a bobble hat on. 
and nothing else. Yeah. True story. Uh, I, I True story. Uh, but anyway, uh, thanks for joining us here. Thanks, man. George is going to be in uh, Jack and his Belfast Beanstalk in the Waterfront Hall. Tickets are in the description. Great to have you on, mate. As always. Let's get stuck into these. I was like, a, yeah. <laughs> thanks very much. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Oh, no. <laughs>